Patricia Penn Hilden is a professor of Native American history and comparative ethnic studies, and she's been at Berkeley for, I think, if my edition is correct, about seven years. She's the author of four books, and she's currently writing on the long history of incarceration. She is um, a self-described poetry fanatic all her life, but not a poet. She will, however, teach a big ideas course, uh, no doubt with that sensibility, on the subject of prisons uh, in the spring of 2014. Welcome to the podium. And let me give credit also to the other faculty who are teaching the Big Ideas course, Victoria Robinson, who is here, Jill Stoner from Architecture, and Jonathan Simon from the School of Law. I'd like to thank everyone for having me here today. Uh, This is delightful, and it's been a great series, and I've enjoyed it. I've been at Cal since 1995, in fact, and I've been retired for seven years. (laughs) So um, I'd like to thank Giovanni Singleton particularly for organizing all of us, which can't be easy. Um, As I thought about what poem I wanted to share, I decided that I'd like to bring together the scholarly work that I'm doing as well as some of the other work that goes on here at Cal, um, supporting the community of formerly incarcerated people we have on campus. Um, Amazing students, and it's a privilege to know them and to teach them. For some time, this little poem has been hanging around in my head, both because of that work and also because of a very personal reason. My grandfather was one of the first American Indian children taken by force from their homes and locked up in federal Indian boarding schools. His was Haskell Indian Institute, where he was locked up in the 1880s. We now know that these children suffered every kind of abuse. They were not allowed to go home. Their parents were rarely allowed to visit. Letters from home were routinely seized and kept from the children. My grandfather would never talk about this place, but after he died when I was 27, my brother and I got his records from Haskell. We were surprised and delighted to see that he had successfully run away. His transcript reads, deserter. A line at the bottom reads, incorrigible. He had stayed at Haskell for only three years before running away, successfully avoiding the marshals, bounty hunters, sheriffs, and police who went after these children and brought them back in handcuffs to be severely punished. So here's Louise Erdrich's little poem from 1984, Indian Boarding School, The Runaways. Home's the place we head for in our sleep. Boxcars stumbling north in dreams don't wait for us. We catch them on the run. The rails, old lacerations that we love, shoot parallel across the face and break just under Turtle Mountains. Writing scars, you can't get lost. Home is the place they cross. The lame guard strikes a match and makes the dark less tolerant. We watch through cracks in boards as the land starts rolling, rolling till it hurts to be here, cold and regulation clothes. We know the sheriff's waiting at mid-run to take us back. His car is dumb and warm. The highway doesn't rock. It only hums like a wing of long insults. The worn-down welts of ancient punishments lead back and forth. All runaways wear dresses. 
long green ones, the color you would think shame was. We scrub the sidewalks down because it's shameful work. Our brushes cut the stone in watered arcs, and in the soap, frail outlines shiver clear a moment, things us kids pressed on the dark face before it hardened, pale, remembering delicate old injuries, the spines of names and leaves. Thank you. <laughs>